Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, Blue Jays fans, and I hope your week is going so far better than the Toronto Blue Jays week is going as, you know, what really grinds my gears is the fact that the Toronto Blue Jays somehow, after sweeping the Baltimore Orioles last week, they cannot beat this quadruple A uh, Baltimore Orioles club that is currently, after last night, winning a 39-94 and record on the season, one of the worst records in Major League Baseball, two nights in a row. They put up double digits against the Toronto Blue Jays as they take another loss, 12 to 15, and allow 17 hits to the Baltimore Orioles. So 12 to 5 loss for the Blue Jays. And Tom Perone was unfortunately the uh, brunt of the assault for the uh, Baltimore Orioles as he takes only just three and a third. Picks up his first loss as Ter can't produce a, a quite as good as he did in his last outing. Just three and a third from him. Nine hits, seven earned runs, which included two blasts. Those two home runs coming off the bats of uh, Gordon Beckham and um, Gentry for the Baltimore Orioles. So, and the two of them went three for five. <laughs> and there was actually four Baltimore Orioles hitters, including Andrew Jones. Adam Jones and uh, Chris Davis. So the two the, the top of this order combining for almost all of the 17 hits for the Baltimore Orioles. Only two hit, hitters outside the first five of this lineup actually were, you know, had hits. So it's slightly ridiculous. But at the plate for the Blue Jays, Randall Grychuk was very solid, um, picking up a four for five performance with two RBIs, which included his 19th home run of the season. Also adding the home run column, Justin Smoke, as he picks up his 20th lawn ball of the season. Those two home runs combined for three of the Blue Jay runs. And like I said, they only had five as they go two for 10 with runners in scoring position as they, for some reason, could not figure out Josh Rogers of the uh, Baltimore Orioles going five innings, only allowing three runs from him. So after Pannon's exit, after a rough outing, but I'm sure he'll get a second or third start here. Uh, Joe Biagini comes in and pitches an inning at two thirds, allowing three hits and two earned runs himself. Tim Meza finally comes in and calms the fire as he gets a perfect inning with two strikeouts. Ryan Tapera also looking very fine in the, his inning at work, allowing just one hit. And then Murphy Smith, after a s incredible debut the night before, 
had a very rough outing yesterday with one inning and allowing four hits and three earned runs. So a little different note for or uh, night for the rookies of the Toronto Blue Jays as they unfortunately prone and Smith get lit up a little bit. So the middle of the order yesterday couldn't just capitalize on some of these hits as Justin Smoke picks up a pair of hits along with Kevin Pillar and Teoscar Hernandez. Devin Travis picking up two runs scored himself, and then Larris Gurriel Jr. in the leadoff spot, which in all reality, I think that's a very nice spot to have him for the rest of the season as he hopes to rake in some extra at-bats. Um, one for five with a run scored as well. So not quite what the Blue Jays were expecting when they come into Baltimore here, and we're hoping to just kind of steamroll through, and especially after taking two out of three to the uh, Philadelphia Phillies who are going to be in the playoffs. I thought this was going to be a lot different of an outing. So just how it is um, tonight, Ryan Baraki will be on the mound at seven o'clock against the Baltimore Orioles looking for uh, his fourth win. He is now three and three with 4.12 ERA and he'll be taking on um, his Randall Cobb, but well, just dealt with Alex Cobb. Sorry getting everything all kinds of mixed up as he makes his next outing for the Baltimore Orioles. Cobb's uh, ERA right now is a even 5.00 with a 4-15 and record. Not quite the season that the uh, Orioles were thinking about from him. So hopefully the Blue Jays can take a little advantage of that and get, take the win in the uh, wrap-up for this series before they travel down to Miami. So moving along. We'll have more uh, minor league news here for you. So we had a double dip for the Buffalo Bisons yesterday as um, unfortunately they get swept for this doubleheader here in Rochester, New York against the Rochester Red Wings. Game one, they uh, lose five to four after mustering up eight hits against the Red Wings, 11 through their first to this uh, doubleheader, a seven inning affair. Uh, Dalton Pompey in the leadoff spot went two for three with two runs scored and two RBIs and a monster first game for him, picking up his eighth double as well. So it's good to see Pompey back in the lineup there. Dwight Smith Jr. also picking up a pair of hits along with Darnell Sweeney, who also did that feat and um, scored a run as well. So um, a few doubles. Gunnar Height picked up his third and um, as I mentioned, Dalton Pompey also having a double with all the runs scored and whatnot. So Vladimir Guerrero Jr. going one for three, picking up another RBI. That is his uh, 14th since being called up to the Buffalo Bisons, looking incredibly solid with a three point or a 348 batting average and a 1.012 OPS as he just continues to uh, look very impressive. So great outing for, yeah. No, nothing right at the moment there. <laughs> Offense couldn't quite put it all together behind uh, Wadspeck here and uh, Jacob Wadspeck uh, getting in six innings of work, allowing 11 hits, five earned runs, everything charged to him as he pitches all the entire of this one. Um, had a really rough outing in the uh, third inning and battled through the rest of it, allowing four earned runs to the Rochester Red Wings in that inning as they literally almost batted all the way around. Eight run, eight, eight batters coming to the plate in that inning. On to game two, where the uh, Red Wings, as I mentioned, had won this one as well. A 6-4 to four victory, and a little bit of a different-looking lineup for the Buffalo Bisons in game two here. Roman Fields is batting in the two spot, picking up two for four performance with a run scored. 
Uh, Fields having a little bit of a rough season after having an MVP type of season for the Buffalo Bisons the year prior. Gunnar Hype picking up another two-hit performance at shortstop in this game, two for three with a run scored and an RBI, picking up two doubles in that outing. Alberto Mino playing DH also had a pair of hits, including his first AAA home run. So that was very exciting for him as he got, picks up the uh, solo shot in the seventh inning to try keeping the Buffalo Bisons in this, but couldn't quite put that um, explanation point to come back in the seventh there to seal the victory on this one. On the mound, Sean Reed Foley had a rough outing for three innings, eight hits, five earned runs, three walks while striking out four. Connor Fisk would come in two innings of work for him, three hits, an earned run. Uh, and Taylor Guerrero would come in and wrap it up in the sixth. Um, if you haven't head over to South of the Six yet and catch um, me, Craig Borden's latest article, um, I was writing about how Sean Reed Foley should finish the season in the Toronto Blue Jay bullpen, a la the Aaron Sanchez mold for the uh, Jays. So check that out as well. Uh, but moving right along, we're going to go down to New Hampshire, where the New Hampshire Fisher Cats continue to put their assault and their explanation point on their record before uh, all is said and done here to the season. Another 8-4 to four win over the Portland Sea Dogs. Uh, 12 hits for the New, the New Hampshire Fish, Fisher Cats, and four of those go to John Birdie, who ends up hitting the second cycle for the Fisher Cats this season. Four for five. Four runs scored, two RBIs for John Birdie in the leadoff spot. Um, obviously, he had all this done with his seventh home run of the season, um, coming in the ninth inning to actually wrap up his cycle. So one of the harder feats in his last at bat as the team celebrates this victory, eight to twelve or eight to four. Um, also having a very very good night, Bo Bichette, three for five, who has been incredibly hot heading down the playoff stretch here. Uh, two runs scored, three RBIs, picking up his 11th home run of the season as well. Two run blast in the third inning that uh, really kicked off the offense here. Harold Ramirez in that same inning, a couple are uh, literally back to back here, picking up another home run, his 11th home run of the season. And he has increased his batting average to 315 on the season. Harold Ramirez is going to be an interesting player to watch in the next couple weeks and over the next season to see where the Blue Jays end up slotting his uh, what is becoming a very potent bat as he's settled in this season. So, top of the order for the New Hampshire Fisher Cats collecting 11 hits. That's one through four. Uh, all the RBIs and everything there. Um, the only person that got a hit outside of that was uh, Patrick Cantwell, the catcher, and uh, he went one for four with a run scored. So, um, Also got to say, Kevin Biggio going two for four with an RBI as well as he continues a hell of an assault on New Hampshire or at the Eastern League hit, hit pitchers. John Harris was on the mound, five innings of work for him, kind of looking – on and off in this game, a typical John Harris fashion, allowing a pair of home runs, three earned runs, four hits, two walks, and three strikeouts. Uh, Francisco Rios would come in, pick up the hold for two innings of work where he did not allow a base runner and struck out a bat batter. And Dusty Isaacs would come in and clean it all up for two innings of work, allowing two hits and a run with, with uh, four strikeouts. So great performance by the New Hampshire Fisher Cats. The Dineen Blue Jays also were on the uh, bump 
on uh, Tuesday. Uh, unfortunately, they take a lump as they uh, get beat by the Palm Beach Cardinals, 10 to 2, allowing 11 hits to the Cardinals, and uh, just not able to bring in any rough run, enough runs for the Dineen Blue Jays as they come to an even 66 and 66 through the entirety of the season as they look to hopefully get the last little bit of things going here to be that second half crown in the uh, playoff race here for the Florida State League. Um, Josh Donaldson was in the lineup yesterday and actually picks up an RBI on a very hard-hit single as he goes one for two. Um, Nash Knight would come in during the end of the game and pick up third base for him. Logan Warmoth and... Uh, yeah, Logan Warmoth had a double and a triple in this, uh, picking up uh, two for five with a run scored. Um the, rest, the only other RBI was scored by Rodrigo Orozco, who went two for four with that RBI as well. Um, Ivan Castillo picking up his 24th double in a one-hit performance as well. On the mound, Maverick Buffo unfortunately taking an assault from the Cardinals as he goes four and two-thirds with seven earned runs, which included a home run, two walks, and a strikeout on seven hits. Nick Hartman would come in, allow three hits, but then scattered those around in his inning and third, not allowing any work or any runs. I mean, um, Angel Vardormo coming in after and pitched an inning, allowed three runs, two of those earned, as this one got out of control for the Devine Blue Jays. Jonathan Cheshire comes down and uh, strikes out four in his two innings of work, but unfortunately, it did not keep things close enough for the Dedean Blue Jays to mount a comeback victory. Lots of runs, unfortunately, for the Palm Beach Cardinals. The Lansing Lugnuts had the day off, but they will be, you know, today back in Lansing to take on the Great Lake Loons as they continue their, uh, hopefully, their high streak to run into the playoffs here. So that is your minor league recap for the day. Um, I will be actually at the Rochester Red Wings game this evening to watch the Buffalo Bisons hopefully, you know, stomp over the Red Wings a little bit. Um, I'll have your Vlad watch report for you here tomorrow night, along with checking out the Twitter feed today to make sure that this evening I'll have as much pictures and fun that I can have for you firsthand for the Toronto or the Toronto Blue Jays prospects here with the Buffalo Bisons. So, don't forget to head over to cgiant.ca and use that promo code JBIRD if you are looking for some nice tickets. And don't forget to hit those subscribe buttons all over the internet on Google Play, iTunes, so on and so forth. So until tomorrow, I am Craig Borden, and this has been the JBIRD Watching Gamecast. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.